time now to talk about uh, Oxfam, the major charity's inclusive language guide, a new 92-page pamphlet, booklet, report, warning against uh, various phrases like headquarters, local, people, mother, father, children, you name it, uh, they want to ban it uh, because uh, they're all English words and according to uh, the Oxfam, uh, English is the language of colonialisation, of colonial control and uh, therefore uh, it uh, must be stopped. We are a colonialising nation and therefore our language must be curtailed. Unbelievable. Let's talk to a former Brexit Party MEP and a man of profound common sense, Ben Habib. Uh, good morning, Ben. Good morning, Kevin. Good to see you. Uh, now, uh, one of the things you can't say anymore, for example, I mean, there are so many mad examples of this. You can't say, uh, you know, we stand with Ukraine because that's offensive to people who can't stand. You can't say mother can't say father, you can't say children, you can't say headquarters, you can't say people, uh, you can't say spokesperson anymore, uh, you have to say lead human. Uh, this is absolute insanity, isn't it? it? It is insane, you know, and it's a sort of prima facie cursory glance, you might just roll your eyes and think, what a load of nonsense and move on. But actually, it's more insidious than that, I think, Kevin. This is part of a much bigger attack on the United Kingdom. It's an attack on our language. It's an attack on our heritage. It, ultimately, it's an attack on our values and our self-confidence. Um, you know, this notion that we've got to decolonize the way that we uh, speak and the way that we educate and the way that we publish books and so on, the presumption underlying all of that, and this is how they prevail in their in their nefarious aims. The presumption underlying all of it, which people don't seem to question, is that British colonial history is automatically something to be ashamed of. And in effectively getting us to concede that, we're almost without a debate, they're then able to attack our heritage. Once they're able to attack our heritage, they attack your values. And once they start attacking your values, you lose self-confidence as a nation. So, you know, prima facie, you can look at the Oxfam 92-page um, pamphlet and just say it's a load of garbage. But actually, it's much, much more serious than that. And Oxfam's not alone in mounting this attack on the United Kingdom. We're getting it from all directions. BLM, of course, being a recently very good one. Uh, people wishing to tear our statues down. You know, it's all part of that um, yeah. attack on British values, heritage, culture, and ultimately our self-confidence as a nation. Mm. And it should be rejected. Yeah, and it's, it's, quite, it's quite literally Orwellian, isn't it? Uh, the, the, the principle of control the language and you control the people. In, in 1984, uh, uh, hate is love, war is peace, etc. Uh, and if you get people to adhere to this nonsense, first of all, it will dramatically reduce a beautiful language, English, and secondly, it will reduce the ability of people to uh, communicate with each other meaningfully. Uh, you know, and also thirdly, Ben, I would say this nonsense is always incredibly sexist. You can't say mother, you know, uh, because 
you know, uh, you should say, uh, you know, per person with cervix or pregnant person, etc., uh, etc. Et it, it's a sort of cancellation of women, which I find strange. I mean, as well. it's really, it's a really interesting observation that because if you think about, you know, the emancipation of women and the and and, and the eighty-year fight that women had to become recognised and gain the equal rights that they now have in society, no sooner had they achieved that then these people are dehumanizing women. I mean, it's really insidious. And um, uh, the whole promotion, for example, we're slightly digressing, but it's exactly the same thing. The whole promotion of transgender identity at the expense, if necessary, of women is part of this thing. And it is awful. Um, and just on language, while we're on transgender and language, you know, we refer to a man who's transgendered to be into what he believes to be a woman as a transgender woman, even that is wrong. He's not a transgender woman. He is a transgender man. He's still a man. He may have transgendered, but he's a transgender man. And it's the way that they do this that defeats us even before we engage in debate mm. because they've undermined the language, as you say. Mm. And, I, don't, I, mean, um, I don't mind, it, you know, if, if, if that if the name for you know, a former male who transitions to, uh, you know, as gender female, if the name for that is a trans woman, fine, call them a trans woman, but don't call well, them... Well, I find um, that... I find but that, don't, but find don't that call odd. them a woman. <laughs> don't call them a woman, yeah. is the point. They're not a woman. Well, they're a man who's trans. They're a man who has transgendered, yeah. so I, I can, see that as a transgender I can see man, you're a anyway, fundamentalist yeah. on this, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> An absolutist. Uh, uh, but uh, here's another aspect of this. Uh, I would urge people, next time you're thinking of donating money to Oxfam, remember, this is the sort of thing they spend your money on. A 92-page uh, document to reduce the, the language you're allowed to use, to tell yeah. the staff what they can and cannot say. This business, uh, first of all, a charity shouldn't be wasting its money on that, but this business of trying to tell people what they can and cannot say has to stop, doesn't it? It's awful, and it's nothing to do with inclusion. This is inculcation of division. That's what it's doing. And, you know, Oxfam ought to know better. Oxfam is a product of British colonial past. You know, 1942, 21 charities coming together to create this global attempt to um, uh, eliminate famine. I mean, what could be... There were so many good things that came out of our colonial past. Oxfam's one of them. So how dare Oxfam start attacking its very creator? I, I, I mean, I can't say that, you know, British imperial um, history was a direct cause of Oxfam, but it was born out of British imperial past. Mm. And therefore, it is part of it. And it must not presume that it can now ride morally above that past of which actually we should all be proud and not ashamed um no i find the whole thing very very offensive it's nothing to do with inclusion it's to do with inculcating division it's to do with making the british people lose self-confidence lose uh, a belief in their mm -hmm. values our heritage and um it's you know there, there are multiple attacks like this across the board on the United Kingdom. And one of them, I'm going to digress slightly, but it's, you know, as you know, Kevin, I'm fighting for Northern Ireland to be brought back into the United Kingdom. That's the same battle. You know, I'm fighting to reclaim a sense of sovereignty in this country, a sense of patriotism, a sense of belief that the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland is something that has to be uh, maintained. And yet people say, oh my goodness, you just hooked on this stupid old 
colloquial sense of sovereignty, get over it, this is 2023, we can have pool sovereignty, we can all work together in some kumbaya way. But ultimately what they're trying to do is undermine the United Kingdom. And that's what this attack on our language is. It's an undermining of the United Kingdom. And so it has to be resisted. I'll leave you with one uh, of the more egregious examples from this nonsense. Uh, avoid the word deaf. Uh, the word deaf uh, describe this is why you should avoid it, Ben. Uh, the word deaf describes anyone who has a severe hearing problem. Thank you. Uh, sometimes deaf is capitalized to refer to people who have been deaf their whole lives and who use sign language as a first language. Uh, I, I, I don't even understand that. And then it says what you should use instead is people with hearing impairment, hard of hearing person, or and finally, drum roll, deaf person. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's all topsy-turvy. It's like you can't say coloured people, but you can say people of colour. What's the difference? They mean the same thing. It, it, the whole world has just gone mad. But as I say, it's, it's not just an eye-rolling moment. You have to ask yourself what the ultimate aim of all of this is. And it's not helpful for our cause in the United Kingdom. Yeah, I, I wonder who actually gets together these kind of uh, booklets, these 92-page reports. I'd love to meet them. Actually, uh, I'd love nothing uh, less than to meet, meet them, come to think of it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is about control. It's about, uh, um, as you say, undermining the confidence of the people and uh, is absolutely meaningless. Uh, but, uh, it's, but, but what they want you to do, Ben, they want you to laugh at this, roll your eyes and laugh, and, of course, that's your first instinct. But uh, whilst I think it's healthy to laugh at this absolute claptrap, uh, we should also remember this is pernicious. It is a scourge. Yeah. It is an you attack on British culture. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta take we it mustn't seriously. allow it to pass. The eye roll is, unfortunately, the beginning of allowing this thing to establish itself. The eye roll must be followed by a rejection. It, this is not inclusive. This is not helpful. It's, it, 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 it hinders communication and it undermines the United Kingdom. And it should be pushed back on. And the government should get behind pushing back on it. Oxfam should be uh, ha have its charitable status questioned if that's what it's wasting its money on. Couldn't agree more. Thank you very much for your time, Ben. Great to talk to you as always. Ben Habib there, former Brexit Party MEP.